Okay, hello and welcome to the Trinity Podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. So we are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and the creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, just go to fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to answer the question, how to lose weight with no time to exercise or meal prep. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Trinity Podcast. So Ben, like a lot of the a lot of the people we coach, their lives are very hectic, aren't they? They're like often mums who are you know striving for more in their career, got really great careers and busy family lives. What kind of you know we speak to people every day on the phone? What would you say, what do you hear their life kind of looks like, so that people listening can kind of relate to this? Yeah, so one of the um, you know people will tell me all the time that one of the biggest barriers to them losing weight or getting to where they want to be with their bodies is that they're struggling for time. And the people we work with typically are kind of busy, high achieving women, usually with a family to look after as well. And lots of our clients are up at 6.30 a.m. Earlier than that, they've got to maybe get kids ready for school or they've got to go straight into the office. Then they've got long days of work with meetings almost all day, back to back. Maybe they're even taking kids to after school classes and things like that. But typically it just means they'll be out of the house from very early in the morning and they'll get back into the house quite late and then they'll still have more kind of stuff to do at home, like, you know, cooking, cleaning, whatever, whatever. They've just always got stuff to do. So they find themselves with very little time left to exercise, very little time left to think about nutrition or think about things like meal prep. And then because of this, they feel completely unable to lose weight because they can't find the time to do everything they, they think they need to be doing in order to get those results. Yeah. And often we even hear people working, you know, after their home, after they put the kids to bed or whatever, cook the meal for the family, they're back on the laptop, aren't they? In front of the TV, you know, watching an play or Netflix with a glass of wine or, you know, with some chocolate or something to get them through because the work pressure is so much like they're managing teams of people. The buck always ends up being passed to them and they're always in the firing line. So they're always having this stress and pressure to do more and more and more and more. Yeah. And, it can seem like there's, as you said, no time to do anything. So we're going to kind of go through why that is. Cause often I think a lot of the time that comes from actually different diets they've done in the past and weight loss approaches they've done in the past that are not necessarily the way you have to do things, but it can seem like then there's no option because they've been kind of taught you have to do it this way. You have to do it this way. You have to do it this way. So what kind of stuff do you find, you know, people we coach kind of think that they have to do to succeed? So yeah, there's, there's a lot of different things. And if you can relate to any of this so far, by the way, just comment. If you're watching this on Facebook live, comment in the comment box, let us know, give some comments and uh, um, interact with us a little bit. But yeah, there's a few different things that, that people tend to think or tend to believe they have limiting beliefs around time and around this exercise and meal prep, which ultimately stop them from getting the results they want. I think all of these things kind of revolve around thinking this needs to take more time than it does. The reality is you can make this whole process very, very streamlined and you can make it fit in with, with your life pretty, like pretty much no matter what you've got going on. You can always find enough time to do this because it doesn't have to take up that much time. So the first thing that people think is that they need to go to the gym in order to succeed. They think they need to, you know, they, there's no other way they need to do workouts. They need to either go to the gym. Maybe they think they even need to go to a boot camp or go and do classes at the gym. And all of these things 
take a lot of time. By the time you've got in the car and you've traveled to the gym, done a workout and come back, a 45 minute session may end up taking more like an hour and a half to two hours. And that is a lot of time. Even for somebody who has a lot of time available, doesn't have all of these responsibilities that you might have, that's still a large amount of time. So what would you say to someone who's, who's kind of thinking this then, Rob? So first of all, it's understanding like why you're going to the gym. A lot of people feel like they have to because it's the only way to succeed, like you said. But really, you can do most of this stuff from home. Like almost all of our clients and the success stories you may have seen with them, you know, they typically lose one to two stone in 12 weeks in a sustainable way. They're doing that exercise from home. So the first thing to do is to say, is it possible for me to do something from home? Because all you need, all our clients use is a couple of different kettlebells. They're not that expensive. Under 50 pounds will get you everything you need. You know, resistance band, a couple of kettlebells and a mat. And that is it. And provided you have the right guidance around what you're doing, you can just do this from home. It's, it's, it's a bit different to doing like Jillian Michaels or something like that, which you could do from home because the quality of those workouts is not very good. Um, they're not well designed long term. They might get you really sweaty. So you think they're working, but really long term, they're not delivering the results. But if you do it the right way, you can actually still lift weights effectively from home, which is going to be the most effective way to train for someone over 40 whose hormones are shifting, you know, who's got limited time. They need the most bang for their buck. And you can do that from home in, you know, 40 minutes, a couple of times a week, three times a week, and you can still get it done. So unless you've got a very specific reason to go to the gym, like, you know, you need to use that equipment because you're a weightlifter or, you know, you're a bodybuilder or, you know, you absolutely love it, then you don't need to bother going. And that's going to save you instead of two hours, like Ben said, it's going to be 40 minutes, five minutes set up time at home to put your clothes on and put it away. So 45 minutes will get you done. And you can just do that a couple of times a week, three times a week. And that kind of brings us on to the next point, I guess which is a lot of people also think you have to exercise so many times a week, you know, five times a week or every day. Um, and that's just not true. Like I'm sure you get asked this as well, Ben. One of the main questions I used to get asked when we've kind of went from being really skinny guys to guys who kind of got more muscular and kind of people noticed our results was like, Oh, how much do you exercise? Like, do you get asked that? Do you still get asked that? I definitely used to get asked that a lot. And they used to say, do you exercise every day? I mean, Sorry, go on. I don't, I don't really get asked that too much. I mean, I think I spent, I spent too much time alone in, in the house. avoiding. <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> anymore. Too much of a quiet town. But um, going back to what you said before about the Jillian Michaels workouts and stuff, those like old school workout DVDs. The one thing that is good about those is they're very easy. Like you just put the video on, you press play and you go through the workout. And that is kind of something that we have stolen to make our workouts even faster for our clients. Like it's a lot of people think, you know, they struggle to figure out what do I actually do if I'm working out from home. So we, we like to make that so easy that you just press play on something and it, well, it's going to, it's you coaching Rob, taking yeah. our clients through every single, every single movement. So they don't have to think about it. They just put it on, do it. And then they're, you know, because let's face it, most of our clients and you probably, if you're watching this too, you have so much to think about. You can't sit and plan workouts out. It's just not realistic. Yeah, and it's, there's actually a lot of knowledge behind that. We won't bore you with the details, but <clears throat> developing a workout program is not a one-off thing. So when you know you go on YouTube and you just look up one workout and you're like, I'm going to do a hit workout of YouTube, the problem is you actually need to plan an entire month and actually, more importantly, like months and on an, in advance. So let's say the next three months, you need to plan that considering what's coming up, how you're going to progress different exercises and different techniques and different rep ranges. All of that actually is quite important to getting you the best possible results. And as you get older, your body 
doesn't change as easily. You actually have to get this stuff right. So we take that stuff, as you said, Ben said from Julian Michael, so that's easy, that kind of your Davina McCall workout video style thing where you put it on. But we do that with a virtual personal training session that's actually all been planned. So the whole month and the, the whole three month period that our clients are doing is all been planned to get the best possible results. So all the exercise choices, all the rep range, all the selection have been designed to get the best possible results for someone over 40 who perhaps has a bit of joint pain and knee pain, hasn't exercised that much and we can build them up. You know, if you're, if you're more experienced, we can also put you on something like that. But the point is it does have to be a bit more specific, but it doesn't mean you have to go to the gym. You can still do this from home. And the beauty of our virtual personal training sessions, as Ben said, I take these is that you can put them on at the time that's going to suit you. If, before work works for you, you can do it then. But you still get the quality of training you get with personal training because you still get taught how to use the correct technique. You get all the exercise cues. You get told how to warm up, how to cool down, everything you need to succeed. But you don't have to spend an hour driving to the gym and back and changing at the gym and all of that faff and then having to go there and you know feel like everyone's watching you and then pay £50 an hour for personal training and all of that as well. So you don't have to go to the gym, but you also don't have to do it every, every day. That's the other key thing. Like what, what, what plans have you heard people have done before that have made them think they need to exercise loads? So I'd say the, um, well, obviously you have things like Slimming World and Weight Watchers and whatever who don't bother with exercise at all, which I think is, you know, you can, might be able to lose weight that way, but you're never going to be healthy and probably not going to sustain those results. Then you have other programs which tend to go to the complete opposite end of the spectrum and They'll just tell you to do it. It's usually cardio and it's just usually loads of cardio. So the body coach, for example, um, program that people see great results with. I have no doubt that it works and it delivers good results. And I think it's, it's quite sensible with food choices and everything generally compared to other things out there. But it does ask people to exercise five times a week. And I think that's quite a lot. If you're a busy person who's got a lot going on, trying to exercise five times a week doesn't really give you any leeway. If you miss one day, suddenly you've kind of, failed on the program you don't have much opportunity to catch up unless you want to sacrifice your weekend to catch up with those workouts and i'd say that one's quite mild like somebody was telling me the other day about some i can't remember what this program was called it was the something about metabolism like the metabolism diet plan or something i don't know but it was basically like two sessions a day for like six days a week or something like it was absolutely <laughs> that's a lot insane. absolutely insane so like what we like to do instead, which I think works really well for people who, who are pushed for time, is we make the exercise as efficient as possible. So as Rob, as you mentioned before, Rob, like you've programmed everything so that it works really efficiently for this specific person. So all the, the exercise choices, the reps, the sets, the way the sessions are planned out is makes them as efficient as possible. And yeah. They're efficient compared to some kind of, you know, like some general hit session or a cardio like if you go to a cardio class at the gym you might have a whole range of different people in there you might have a 20 year old guy and a 55 year old woman in the same class it's not going to be ideal for both of those people by making our workouts more efficient it means you can do like three sessions a week maybe four if you've got time but three sessions a week is absolutely fine even if you only manage two some weeks it's still going to be absolutely fine and you're still going to be able to make progress so cutting down the amount of time you're having to to work out and making those sessions really, really short and able to be done from home makes it so much more achievable for somebody who's busy. And you don't have to then, you know, do something drastic like stop taking your kids to their swimming lessons or, you know, stop going into work so early or change careers or something just to make your workout plan don't work. You can still keep living the way that you live now, but fit in exercise very, very easily into that schedule. And I think if you can get that efficiency up, as you were saying, 
what we see is people are getting way better results from two or three sessions a week than they were from five sessions a week of low quality exercise, like random stuff that they were just doing. So, you know, like they're going for a long walk or, you know, to the gym and doing incline walking on the treadmill, which is not going to be a great workout or doing couch to 5k, which is fine, but it's not going to make your body change significantly in terms of how you look. And they're doing all this different stuff and they're doing loads of it where they could be spending way less time and getting way better results with a way better programmed bit of exercise that's much shorter yeah so as long as you can fit in two to three sessions a week of 40 minutes you could do them both at the weekend or before work then you pretty much can have all the exercise you need if you're over 40 to still get in the best shape of your life yeah i'd say you could sort of compare this to um you know either washing all of your clothes by hand on one of those old-fashioned like um those things where you used to scrub your clothes on a board like it looks like a chopping board cheese grater looking thing (laughs) Or then you, you bring them your out. clothes in the washing machine and they're done in an hour. Like you, if you do something, you, if you use an efficient method, it's a lot easier. Just like similarly, like you could wash all your dishes up by hand or you can chuck them in a dishwasher. I got a dishwasher last year. Um, we didn't have one before. And the amount of time it saves me having a dishwasher is insane. It saves me so much time, makes my life so much easier. And it's just exactly the same when you've got really efficient workouts. Just makes your life easier. If you'd like more information about, you know, what type of workouts we use and, um, all the information about our Fit Over 40 program, head over to www.fit40info.com and you can, you can grab all those details there. So another thing that is pretty closely related to this is also with food. I think a lot of people, again, from different things they've done in the past and, you know, diet plans and books and, you know, we're, we're picking on the body coach today. As you said, there's a lot of elements of the body coach plan that are great, but it is not very time efficient at all. Um, you know, a lot of people have done things where they think that the only way to succeed is you've got to cook from scratch to be healthy, or you've got to do like, you know, hours and hours of meal prep every single week to be able to eat the right things. And a lot of this comes from some very dogmatic diets that don't explain why they're working. They just tell you that you have to eat this and not this or these meals, or you're going to fail. And the reality is there's a whole world of food choices out there that can actually work for you if you know how to work them. And this does take a bit of time to learn, but we're gonna go through some examples now that how, how you can kind of cheat the system almost to, to actually be able to lose weight without having to spend you know, hours cooking every night, buying weird diet foods or meal prepping for hours. So what, first of all, in terms of meal prep, Ben, what's, what's some simple things people can do so they don't have to dedicate, you know, like they're not spending six hours on a Sunday night preparing all these different individual salads and lunches and dinners and mm. breakfasts. Yeah. So I, I'd say the first thing to do before you even like put any of these tips into action is you've got to stop. You look at whatever you're doing and it's like, this is your breakfast. This is your lunch. This is your dinner. It's all pre-prescribed. You must have these foods. You must have these specific things. Stop doing anything that's like that because that lack of flexibility is then going to mean that you you have to be perfect, which means then you have to do all of that meal prep. You mu- you probably have to meal prep in order to stick to a rigid meal plan. So throw that out the window would be my would be my uh, recommendation if you want to take take back some control of your freedom and your time and your and your life and just have that time to enjoy your life. Then I'd say one of my best tips is like a lot of people think about meal prep as this thing where you spend your whole Sunday afternoon in the kitchen slaving away putting all these meals into Tupperwares that you have to put into the freezer and it takes you, you know, three hours, four hours, half your Sunday is gone prepping meals. The way I like to do this instead 
is when you cook normally. So you're cooking dinner for everybody on Sunday. You're making a curry, let's say. Um, you just double the ingredients. Instead of using 400 grams of chicken to feed the family, you just put 1.2 kilos of chicken in instead. Instead of using one jar of sauce, you put three jars of sauce in and you make three times as much curry. And then you feed the one portion of curry to everybody and then you have two more of those meals prepared and then you know you put those in the freezer that can then be dinner on next thursday and the sunday after that so that's covered two meals further in time that you can defrost and you can use then every time you cook every time you cook something that's kind of freezable so you know chili uh curry you could do like shepherd's pie cottage pie fish pie got any other examples rob uh risotto risotto yeah anything that's kind of got a good a good sauce in it and it's a good sort of mush so you know salads not going to work if you freeze your salad and you unfreeze it it's going to be disgusting um same with like um i don't know just anything that needs to be like crispy probably not going to work so saucy things um you can prepare those in advance and you can reheat them but the key is like don't don't say i'm doing meal prep now just make too much food every time and just store that food like a lot of people say, you know, I don't like to waste food. Neither do I, but I always make too much food. Like, I guess there's probably people out there who, if they, let's say they cook twice as much food by accident, maybe they're even scraping that food off into the bin. They just load their plate up with too much. They're like, oh, I can't eat it and just throw it all away. You just got to plan, like plan to have leftovers and keep those leftovers. So yeah, that really helps. And I think, I think a lot of the confusion around this comes from thinking that you have to eat these special diet foods or special meals yeah. from these meal prep brands or, you know, <clears throat> that say this food is good and this food's bad like you know slimming world has sins and then free foods that creates really unhealthy relationships with food because you don't really understand how to lose weight you just understand or you don't even understand but you think that food's a bad food and that food's a good food and therefore you go okay i can't i've got to do my meal prep separately because i can't eat with the family because they're having this bad food that i'm not allowed or this meal that's not on the plan and so they end up cooking two meals whereas if if you understand what you're doing you can actually eat a lot of family friendly foods can't you you know like our members are, are eating chilies, they're eating bolognese, they're eating um, curries, they're eating stews, they're eating all these nice things and their family can enjoy them too. And we get a lot of feedback that, you know, their family loved this meal or that meal that, that we've, we've suggested they could try and they can still eat the normal foods they like and succeed. So One of my, one of my favorite one of those as well is uh, homemade chips. Like you literally, homemade chips are just potatoes, a bit of oil. Both of those things are like fine, absolutely fine. People think, oh, chips can't have chips with a family because they're all having chips and that's unhealthy. So if you know what you're allowed to eat, and you don't, you know, you don't need to be perfect and have salad every meal. It opens up a whole new world of possibilities. Yeah. And the key is to understand what drives fat loss. And if you understand that, you can understand what the right amount of food is for you. You can actually get that from pretty much anything. Obviously, there's some choices that are going to make it easier. But a lot of things you'll realize, like our, our members, again, will have these revelations that, oh, wait, I can actually eat, you know, some certain chips from the frozen section of the supermarket are not that high in calories. They can actually eat those. But because, you know, this diet said they're bad, they can't, then they think they can't have them. But the reality is, no, if you just, if you just manage what's going to drive your weight loss, it's just a few simple things. You can have chips. Or, you know, you can have, there's lots of healthy ready meals out there. So let's say you don't have time to prep food for lunch, for work, for a whole week. You've got a crazy week of work. The typical 
approach would be i can't stick to this rigid diet so you know people will go out and just go screw it i'll have you know a large bag of crisps i'll have a pack of hobnobs and that's actually 2000 calories which is more than most people can eat in a day if they want to lose weight because they don't know anything different because they go oh, i'm off plan now so i might as well just eat, eat the biscuits in the office and have the pack of crisps uh and have a you know a gingerbread latte which is 400 calories again and they've eaten double the amount of food they need to eat for that day and they do that all week and they've gained you know half a stone in a month or in a couple of weeks whereas if you just understand what drives this stuff which we teach to all our clients then you could go oh wait i can actually grab an mns a waitrose a sainsbury's ready meal there's different ones you know the mns balance for you range there's a count on us range they're all pretty low in calories and well balanced there's a waitrose love life range and sainsbury's have a my goodness range all of them are pretty decent in terms of what's inside them obviously they're not perfect but as ben said the point is not to be perfect the, per the point is to make it work for you around your busy schedule because it's much healthier to be lean and to not carry excess weight than it is to you know have a meal that's only 80 percent as good like a ready meal a healthy ready meal but actually lose the fat and then get to a point where you're fit and healthy and you're able to exercise regularly and live a healthier lifestyle so you can make so many better choices. And like we, we, we've written up some, some here as the notes. So, you know, for example, if, if you're going to have 200 grams of a snack, there's a lot of different things. And we were, we were quite shocked. We were talking about this before this episode, weren't we, Ben? That, you know, 200 grams of strawberries, which is, you know, it tastes quite sweet. Ben, you were saying, weren't you? It's like they're actually quite a sweet snack. Mm. They're 60 calories, pretty much nothing. So, you know, that's... That's, that's the equivalent of like a, a coffee and uh, not a latte, like a regular coffee, but you can have 200 grams, which is a lot. It's a whole punnet of strawberries, but the equivalent of chocolate, if you have 200 grams of milk chocolate, that's 1,070 calories, which is about two meals worth of calories for, for, you know, the typical client we work with. It's about twice as much, like two whole meals worth that they've just wasted on 200 grams of chocolate. Or, you know, they eat a pack of hobnobs throughout the day at work, you know, snacking, picking at them that's a thousand calories again. Whereas if they just had the strawberries, they could have what 18 packs of strawberries and it would be the same as one pack of hobnobs. Obviously you don't want to do that, but the point is the strawberries are going to be just as filling, but you've actually mean you could still enjoy, you know, real meals and have that. And the same goes, you know, a lot of, a lot of our people we speak to on the phone before they, um, before they, they, they enroll with us, they're saying that, you know, I'm having things like, a bottle of wine and a, a large pack of crisps, which is, you know, they are delicious. <laughs> like a pack of sensations is nice. It's like some sweet chili ones, something like that. But again, they're about a thousand calories compared to the strawberries at 60 calories. So if you can just make some better choices, not constantly, but most of the time you actually will lose loads and loads of weight while still being able to, you know, fill yourself up. So what other kind of choices, Ben, can people make that can, you know, drastically, change the you know ultimately calories protein the things that that matter for when it comes to weight loss and mean they can they can still have a snack but but actually get the result they want as well okay do you want to go through so yeah focus on the drivers of weight loss and it's kind of kind of the key so diets are kind of black and white as in you know you're on track or you're off track the reality is that's not as important as just are you losing weight yes or no and in order to lose weight, the key things you really need to be doing, simplest possible way to lose weight, eat the right amount of food, 
if you eat too much, you get fat. If you eat too little, you're probably not going to be that healthy. If you eat exactly like the right amount, you'll lose weight nice and steadily and feel great in the process. Um, and then the other key thing with nutrition is kind of just making sure you get enough protein each day because it's really important for recovery. And especially with the type of workouts that we're doing, it is absolutely crucial to get that, that protein intake right. It's not as important as calories, but still it helps with results. So a couple more examples then of, you know, how you can make sure you're, you're staying within those calories, but you can, but kind of still allowing yourself to enjoy, enjoy that food is, um, so one example here is if, if you had a slim line, single gin and tonic, that's 56 calories and half a bag of popcorn with that together. Is that the, yeah, there's 192 calories. So the total we've got here is 248 calories for a single GNT and half a large bag of popcorn, which is not bad. So as Rob said, that's kind of like, that's probably, that fits well within your snack allowance for a day, also allowing for you to have three other main meals as well as that. Alternatively, one large glass of wine, 214 calories, and one large bag of Sensations crisps. Together, that is basically a thousand calories. So it's four times as much, as many calories for about the same amount of food. So you can either have a bag of popcorn and the G&T, or you can have a bag of crisps and a, and a glass of wine. Lots of people would say, you know, those things are quite, you know, quite equivalent. I would enjoy that gin and tonic and popcorn just as much as I'd enjoy that wine and crisps. But the wine and crisps, crisps are four times as many calories. So it's all about like, if you know these things, this whole process can become very, very easy. You can still enjoy snacks. You can still enjoy treats. You don't have to kind of make your life, you know, just eat salad all day or whatever. But you can still see, uh, still see results from that. Another example is if you go to a coffee shop, so did you use Starbucks as an example, Rob? Yeah, Starbucks. So yeah, Starbucks. If you get an Americano with skim milk, that's 30 calories, which is like nothing. And if you add, you had that with a bacon roll, which is 334 calories, the total amount for that is 364 calories. So an Americano and a bacon roll, 364 calories. You could, a lot of people will probably say that's lunch. That's a decent lunch. Um, have an apple with it. And it's like, that's a decent lunch. Um, on the other hand, if you had a gingerbread latte with semi skim milk, that's 412 calories. So that drink alone, is more than the entire bacon roll and the Americano that in the previous example. Add to that a blueberry muffin, which is 409 calories. It's crazy that the muffin and the coffee are exactly the same amount of calories. But overall, that's 821 calories you could have from a gingerbread latte with semi-skim milk and a blueberry muffin, which is basically the same amount of food as an Americano with skim milk and a bacon roll. But it's more than twice the amount of calories again. So it's if you know how to make these smart choices, then you can, you can keep your calories within a decent level each day and you can still lose weight without having to, like let's say you were doing Slimming World or something. If you've had this Slimline G&T and a large bag of popcorn and then you also have an Americano with skim milk, you have like the bacon roll, you're probably going to have to count all that stuff as like sins. Like, oh, I failed, I've done bad, I've, I've sinned. You know, I'm not going to, that's bad. I mean, like, I know these approaches do work for some people, but I think it builds quite unhealthy, um, an unhealthy relationship with food, personally, just because it's, is it important whether you had a bacon roll or is it important whether you dropped a dress size over 12 weeks? What's more important? It's the drop in the dress size. So it's, that's kind of, that should be the focus rather than, you know, am I good or bad? 
today. Yeah, and I was reading some research today that was basically backing up what Ben just said there that you know they've researched into diets like Slimming World and they actually build unhealthy relationships with food was the with the conclusion because they're not educating you on why it's happening. So as Ben said, not all of the recommendations are that well informed. So <laughs> you might end up you don't really understand that that bacon roll doesn't mean you're going to get fat. It's 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 just about making a better choice knowing all the information that's what like this can seem very confusing if you're listening to this and you go there's loads of calorie numbers here you know this just sounds like you know gobbledygook it sounds like maths from school or something you don't have to know all of this like this is stuff we educate our clients on over a 12-week period and beyond if they want to learn even more and within that 12-week period though by the end of it they won't need to track everything anymore they'll have a great understanding of what's in different things how to make an informed choice for themselves without being confused and without having to constantly think about it. Like I'm not constantly thinking about this stuff. It's pretty easy to make good choices. Now the same with all our clients who graduate after 12 weeks, they know what they need to be doing in a sustainable way because we teach them how to actually understand based on whatever it is they're looking at, if it's a good choice or not, how to, if it's going to work for them or not, most importantly, rather than, Oh, let's look at this list of a good or bad food. Is it a good food or a bad food? because that can then create this unhealthy mindset where you only see food as good or bad. And if you eat a bad one, then you feel bad. You beat yourself up about it. You feel like a failure. And then you, then you probably have more bad food. The reality is there aren't good or bad foods. It's just, is it going to get me the result I want? Is this going to work for me? And if it is going to work for me, I can have it. I can have my bacon roll and Americano because actually that combination is going to get me twice as much fat loss or, you know, it's going to actually mean I can lose fat. Whereas if I have a gingerbread latte and a blueberry muffin, I'm actually going to gain fat. And it's when you have that understanding that you'll have to make completely different decisions because that gingerbread latte, and this is again, stuff we'll teach our clients over 12 weeks. You don't have to know this from the get go. They know it by the end. That's also full of sugar. The blueberry muffin also full of sugar. So those that will actually make you much hungrier within like an hour or two of eating it. Whereas the bacon roll and the, the Americano, the Americano will actually suppress your hunger because it's coffee and um, the skim milk is such a small amount. The sugar is not going to be considered like it's not going to make an effect at all. The bacon roll has got loads of protein in it. So that's actually going to fill you up for way longer. So actually those choices are not just going to make a difference now. They're going to mean two hours down the line, one of them's going to keep you full for longer. One of them's going to make you really hungry and you're going to want more of that stuff. And as I said, this can seem overwhelming, but the point is by the end of the 12 weeks, you'll have this complete understanding. So you know how to maintain this long-term. That's what we aim to do inside our Fit Over 40 program, which you can find out more about at, fit40info.com did i get it right fit that's 40. right yeah you probably have to put put the www dot in as well just in case and then uh, i know we need to we need to wrap this up now because we're running out of time yeah we like, do everything we've talked about today is great and like long term you you kind of need to get this knowledge of nutrition if you want to get like maintain your results but what allows our clients to get results within that first 12 weeks without having to sit down and study loads of you know study nutrition and become an expert on nutrition and whatever is the fact that i've been learning about this for 10 years rob's been learning about this for 10 years so we have all of that knowledge if our clients for like realistically if our clients are thinking what should i have from the coffee shop they're not going to just like sit and figure it all out and calculate all this stuff like from the very start all they're going to do is they're going to say ben or rob what's the best choice for me to make? I'm, I'm struggling for lunch ideas. What should I have? And we will go, all right, what stuff do you like? Da, 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 da. They tell us this and we say, all right, choose this, choose this and choose this. And they go, okay, thank you. They go away, they do it and they see results. So rather than just, rather than having to learn all this stuff, they can rely on like this, 
our knowledge and we know how to get results. We know we've done this for thousands and thousands of women. If you'd kind of, if you would like to have us in your corner, helping you to succeed with this, helping you to get results and making this whole process simple, easy, and as quick and painless as possible without taking up all of your time and in a way that fits in completely with your life. Again, go to www.fit40info.com. Find out the full details of our Fit Over 40 program. See if you think it's for you. If it resonates with you, um, you know, just apply. You'll have a chat with us and we'll, we'll go from there. We'll take things from there.